I really, really believe when you do something that you love that lights you up, you can do or be anything in whatever field and you can make a beautiful change and in this world and leave a beautiful mark on this world. And it's what makes you feel good because if you don't feel good, you're just, you're not gonna be in your place of joy for yourself or for others. That's Amy Rosoff Davis, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host, Cara Duffy, and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast, where I invite my favorite humans, the awesome, the up to something, and the extraordinary to come and share their story. I hope that you'll be left entertained, inspired, and moved to take action towards living your most powerful life. Amy Rosoff Davis is a rainmaker. She's mastered manifesting the life she desires and going with the flow as new opportunities appear. She's an actor, celebrity fitness trainer, nutritionist, and wellness coach, a blogger, a mother, and an all-around how-to-live-your-best-life guru. In this episode, we talk about how being Selena Gomez's on-tour fitness trainer changed her career plan, why her sister wives are everything, and how as part of a modern dual multipreneur couple, she's learning how to navigate our new normal all while continuing to expand her empire. All that and so much more coming up, but first. Being an entrepreneur or a small business owner is hard, but the good news is it's much easier when you have a coach and a community. The Powerful Ladies online community gives you both. It's where powerful ladies and powerful entrepreneurs from around the world discover clarity, produce results, and experience success at new levels, because together we thrive. As a member, you get access to master a new skill for business every month, network, brainstorm, and collaborate with like-minded women, get access to Powerful Ladies events, our library, resources, and more, participate in group coaching and workshops led by a multipreneur business coach, and you get the accountability and inspiration to stay on track and make it happen. Join today at thepowerfulladies.com. Well, welcome to the Powerful Ladies podcast. Thank you. We are, you know, walking into everyone's homes now that we are live on Zoom doing this. And I love that you have the most helpful daughter so far. Yeah. she's She's really here to support you. She's very mm-hmm. concerned. She was like, are you watching a show? I was like, no. She's like, you working? I was like, yeah. But then and she sees my clients on Zoom every day. She knows all of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she likes to bring me stuff, use her weights. And recently she has started telling all my clients, don't forget to pull your shoulders down because I say <laughs> that all the time. So she walks around being, don't forget. So she's very helpful. Yes. I love yeah. it. Yeah. We need all the help we can get right now, right? Uh, we all do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wish there was an extra pair of, you know, toddler sized hands around my house because yeah. there's so many things I could put them to use for. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, and they love a task. Let me tell you that. A kid loves a task. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I would love to to begin by sharing with the audience who you are and what you're up to. Well, I mean, this question could have a couple different answers, normal life answer, and then the current life answer, and then the current, current life answer. So, um it's just strange times, as we know, this this 2020 year. Uh, I am a, a personal trainer, a health coach, lifestyle coach, wellness coach. Um, I happen to have a lot of celebrity clients. I'm also an actor, a mom, 
Um, I work with a lot of brands on social media. I wear a lot of hats in, in my life, and I'm currently seven months pregnant. So I'm really, I'm really going for the uh, how many things can I do in mm-hmm. life thing. Um, but yes, my main job is a, um, a a personal trainer and you know nutrition life coach, and um, I I got here from acting, and so I still have some some voiceover jobs I do, and I I do commercials and I did a lot of television for a long time and found myself uh, after a television show saying, I can't go back to waiting tables. So one of my friends said, why don't you become my trainer? You're so fit and you work out and you love Pilates and yoga and this. So I started with one client and then um, grew into having a handful of incredible clients and then somehow was training Selena Gomez and went on tour with her. And she was she was the one that kind of helped put my my brand on the I guess the map, if you can say that. I feel strange mm-hmm. saying that. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then I had my daughter and then I kind of turned it into more of a wellness, lifestyle, nutrition, you know, Jane of all trades. And um, so, yeah, that's what I find myself doing and raising a small, tiny person. And growing one. And growing one. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm carrying her and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm holding two children right now. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> And for everyone who's wondering who is this superwoman, what is your name? Oh, sorry. Uh, my name's Amy Rosoff Davis. Um, yeah, that's my name. And I love that you are recommended by one of my favorite guests so far, Sasha Sagan, yes. who is your best friend. Yes. And how did you guys meet? We grew up together in Ithaca, New York, very small liberal town in upstate New York. And we have, oh gosh, I mean, since kindergarten. And then we wound up both going to NYU mm-hmm. and we were both pregnant with our daughters at the same time. And we have a group of five. We Our text chain is called Sister Wives. We are best friends. And I mean, it's the closest, you know, I have mm-hmm. a sister, but it's the, the closest thing to a, a real sisterhood. And um, yeah, and Sasha and I have also, we've traveled a lot. We both did our semesters abroad together at the same time. We were in separate cities, but we met up in different cities. We've gone to Costa Rica together. When she lived in London, I visited her. We're very, very close. And she is one of the smartest, most inspiring people I Mm -hmm. have ever met. And I feel very honored that I got to grow up with her family and know her dad and know her mom, who's just uh, incredible. She's on my, my list of women I admire. Um, so yeah, Sasha's a, she's a brilliant one. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did, did you come out to LA from New York for your acting career? I did. I graduated from Tisch from NYU, moved right out and, you know, it took me a couple of years to get settled Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, get an agent, all that. I actually did this show called Fight for Fame. I think it was on E! It was like five actors compete to win an agent, blah, blah, blah. And I won because I was like, of course I'm going to win. You know, I had this very, I was like, if I'm going to do a reality show, which I swore I would never do, I'm going to win. So I did. And that got me my first agent. And mm-hmm. which actually the agency then like turned into my current voiceover agent, which I'm still with like two decades later. How long have I been here? Since 2005, uh, 15 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost. So, um, you know, I kind of got my start in that. And then, yeah, I did years of just the acting thing. Like very 
tough and and a rewarding road because I did. I feel very grateful. I worked a, a decent amount and I was on a series and recorded on a bunch of shows and I had my bucket list shows when I moved out here. I was like, I will be on Grey's Anatomy and I was and I had always dreamed of like, you know, being on like a medical whatever show and then I did all of Shonda Rhimes shows and, you know, I had a good run and then this was, you know, training became my side job and um, actually one of the books I want to talk about, which we'll get to later, but I read this book that kind of helped change my life. And I booked it pilot season for the first time to go on tour with my client, Selena Gomez, and it changed my whole life. So, mm-hmm. you know, you find yourself in such, not the place you thought, but a really beautiful place sometimes that you didn't mm-hmm. realize. Yeah. When you look back at eight-year-old you, would she have imagined what your life is today? Um, yes and no. I mean, I was like at eight years old, I was like, I will be a famous actress. I mean, that was like my (laughs) mantra from like very young. Like that was all I was doing. There's no backup plan, you know, like very much. And, you know, and I've done so much, so much work over the years on, um, on manifesting, which everyone has always said, they're like, Amy, you're the craziest manifester. Like you're, you're, my shaman called me a rainmaker. Like I, I put something in motion and I get it for everything except acting, um, which I still got, but it was like, it wasn't what I thought. It was like, you know, mm-hmm. so I did a lot of work on, on, you know, the acceptance of this. I did all kinds of like groups and meditations and chantings that, you know, uh, I differ from Sasha and I'm a little bit more of the like, you know, uh, spiritual guru lady, but, um, but one of the things was, is, is being able to manifest and, and let go of the outcome, but having the intention of what you want. And so I think my younger self saw me, I mean, I have like, I would write a letter to myself 10 years later and it was like, I'm living in Los Angeles. I'm the, and, so, and all of it has come true except the acting part. But yet I, I surround myself, not only my best friends out here, but my clients are, I mean, pretty much all pretty big working actors, musicians, or mm-hmm. models or whatever it is. And so it's like, I'm in that life, but I'm not what I thought I would be, but I'm actually really happy that I didn't turn out that way. And I still get to act and do that with my my uh, cartoons and all of that. And I, you know, all of that. So, you know. It's, what are cartoons it's, that you're doing now? I sadly have NDAs for both of them. So oh, you I do? can't okay. talk about them. But one is on Netflix and one is a Marvel show. Exciting. So I think that's all I can say. Yeah. That's okay. It is exci- yeah. But I do yeah. a lot of like commercials. I mean, I've done like the like Starbucks macchiato latte, you know, all the like <laughs> From everything A to Z, I've done video games, you know, a lot of like FBI, like go back to, you know, you have to go back to start, get a new car, you know, all that stuff. So it's great. I I love voiceover acting because it's it's really fun. You still get to do all the stuff you'd want to do, but you can do it from home in your pajamas. And especially now, I mean, I record my shows from home in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, anim- animated shows are the only ones that have been able to stay working. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we there was a couple weeks where it was like, how are we going to do this? And then they'd send a, you know, sound engineer to Zoom with and be like, this sound doesn't go good. Go to, you know, your closet, go to this. And so it took a while to like figure out how deep to shove my mic in the closet <laughs> and figure <laughs> out how to make it work and then get the toddler out when there's no childcare right now, you know, but mm-hmm. we, we've opened our cell up to my mother-in-law who lives and my father-in-law who live blocks away. So, um, you know, it's, it's, we're just figuring, figuring it all out. 
Yeah. I keep um, waiting to see, you know, memes where they've like someone's duct taped their toddler. It's like the back of the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, yeah. Like, their mouth is yeah. covered. They're, they can't go yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just stop. Yeah, freeze it. Freeze them. Yeah. Luckily, like she, because we didn't do like pretty much any or that much screen time before this. And now I'm like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Now it's like she can get up to an hour a day. If possible, I like to separate it. But worst case, if I've clients back to back and my husband can't help Mm -hmm. her this. So I do know, and she loves it. So sadly I do always have, or not sadly, but I do always have that as a, as an option. I just feel Mm -hmm. this like pain of guilt, but it's like Daniel Tiger, Tiger and and PBS shows and Sesame Street and, and Frozen because Frozen Frozen can on repeat. The other day Mm -hmm. she goes, can we hear Kristen Bell sing? And I'm like, if you only knew that Kristen was one of my first clients and like, (laughs) you know, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How um how did you become so passionate about fitness and nutrition? Was it just you keeping up with like what the lifestyle that you wanted? Like how did it move into this is now what I'm doing? Like someone actually hired me to do this. Yeah. Well, I I started as a dancer very young. So I've been very connected to my body and physical movement since I was like five years old. Mm-hmm. Loved performing, loved being on stage. I was a cheerleader as well, which is a key key player in this because I'm also like, I talk about this a lot in interviews and stuff. I'm not like reinventing the new moves of the century, mm-hmm. but you're a cheerleader and people like working with you because you inspire them and you push them in a loving or hard way, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was a cheerleader. And then in college, I became a really big yogi and addicted to all kinds of fitness, everything from a kickboxing class. I mean, mm-hmm. you give me a step in step aerobics and I will go to town, you know. And then I moved out here and I moved out with someone I had been dating for years and his mother was a Pilates instructor and she got me into Pilates. And I was like, oh my God, where has this been all my life? And I mean, my fitness has had so many different journeys. I had a period where I, I definitely overworked out and was just, I mean, I didn't think I deserved a shower unless I had sweat to the point of, you know, mm-hmm. craziness. Um, so I, I lived many like fitness lives. And then I also grew up with Sasha in this very, you know, open, um, not open, this very, you know, farm to table, yep. cooperative farmer's market, um, green land. And, uh, you know, my parent, like my snacks growing up were like rice cakes and carrots. Like I'll always choose like a pretzel over a chip, which my friends are like, what? Like it's, you know, so I, and then my sister's a nutritionist. She's actually a nutritionist for, and a diet, I'm sorry, she's a dietitian. Mm-hmm. I'm a nutritionist. She's a dietitian <laughs> for neonatal babies. So mm-hmm. she like went to school, did that whole thing. So that was also always, you know, she talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just was always into all kinds of wellness and health and moving out here, especially. There's so many resources and there's so much information mm-hmm. and there's so many, I mean, from podcasts to just people you meet to like my facialist is a Reiki facialist. Like there's just constant stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just was, I loved it all so much. And I wound up um, soaking it in and then sharing it back with clients. And then slowly they were like, you're a one-stop shop. Like I ask you this and you either have a link for me or the answer, or you have a, this and this. And then, you know, that same ex I was with move out here was a chef. So I got really into cooking. And then when we broke up, I moved in with my really good friend and she's an amazing chef. And so then I was like, wait a second, I love cooking and I've always loved healthy food. And like, so it's all Mm -hmm. been this very organic journey. And, um, 
I, I just love it. And when I'm passionate about something and love it, I, I want to learn more about it and I want to scream it from the rooftops. And so yeah. that's that's kind of how it happened. It's just totally organic, random. You find yourself on the, you know, my side job yes. is my job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I love the idea of just getting so obsessed with something that you're like, of course I can, like, I'm now qualified. I know I yeah. read every article possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like, mm-hmm. I, you know, for years was like, oh, like I... I know enough about nutrition, fine. And then I was like, oh, you should probably like do a nutrition class. So then I, you know, mm-hmm. but I didn't mm-hmm. like go to like, you know, school for it. I did an online course with someone I knew that was a person that I respected who has, you know, it's like yeah. they're, you know, and it's funny because I also, I just am finishing another yoga training. I've done a couple of them. I don't have my 500 hours, which has been a imposter syndrome, phony, like thorn in my side oh, mm-hmm. for so long. And yet I've done yoga almost every day for 20 years at studios ranging from all kinds of styles, everything from vinyasa to ashtanga to jiva mukti, to, which is its own kind of, it's a studio in New York, but it's kind of its own method. I mean, so, and when I was finishing up this last um, certification, which was another 200 hour I mean, I almost have my from different places, but the yoga council doesn't recognize it unless it's all from the same place. So I have the hours, but they're all like a patchwork from different places. Mm-hmm. But I'm finishing up and a lot of the stuff with the yoga teacher too is, you know, you talk a lot in this training and about life. And I mean, one of the things I love about all of my yoga teachers is their demeanor and and their mm-hmm. their heart and how calm they are, and which is something I've always struggled with too, my my non-meditative crazy mind. Um, but so we talked a lot about this imposter syndrome I have. And she was like, you're one of the best teachers I've trained and it it flows through you and you don't need this piece of paper. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I've spent so many hours stressing about my lack of credentials. And yet I feel a very natural um, channeling of, of my training and my wellness mm-hmm. that just like, it's, it's who I you are. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I have a client who, um, she came to me and she goes, you know, we were trying to figure out what her business was. Like what, it, she knew she wanted to do something different than her day job, but couldn't figure it out. And then finally on one call, she's like, okay, don't make fun of me. But if I could be anything, I want to be the next Gabrielle Bernstein. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you think it's possible? I'm like, of course it is. Of course, course it's possible. And she's like, yeah, but she has all these credentials and trainings and certificates. I'm like, well, between now and next call, like Google it and tell me what you can find. Great. And she came back and she's like, oh, I have more certifications than she does. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like I, I didn't doubt that because like Gabrielle is awesome. Like she's doing her thing. People love her. She's killing her it. The universe has your back is on my book list. Like she's, but I'm also like, you just like stumbled upon this, which so many people did. It's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, this woman also has just those natural gifts because, you know, her journey like really taught her, like she channels it in a different way. Yeah. I'm like, people want to hear it from you. Like, yeah. When when we align with that thing that lights us up and it it like you said it flows through you more than you would ever need to um, consume or test or quiz or get all the the things which I love learning so like getting a certificate like makes me so excited yeah but it's not required to be this huge contribution that you can be 
Not at all. In fact, I'm I'm asking go to ask myself one of the questions that you were going to ask me because one of my quotes is a Jen Sincero quote, and one of my favorite books is "You're a Badass." That was the book I read. About mm-hmm. five times before I was like, okay, I'm going to book at a pilot season for the first time, which is really hard because I was testing a lot. And so I was, mm-hmm. I, you sign your contract when you test, which means like, you're like, I'm ready to shoot my TV show for the next 20 years. Like it's in my hand right there. And yeah. I was terrified to book out of pilot season. And yet my husband, we had just gotten married six, seven months earlier. So I also was leaving my new husband to set. But he was like, this, you're not going to have an opportunity like this. And acting will still be here. And like we've just talked about, I had, I have all the credentials for acting. Are you kidding? I am more qualified to act than do anything else, which I don't really know what that means because there was a lot of rolling around on the floor at Tish and there's a lot of like <laughs> whatever. But I've, I have put my, my 10,000 hours into acting. I will tell mm-hmm. you that. But there was something in my gut and from reading the book, and I'll read this quote that was like, life is too short. Like it's, it's going to pass you by. And yeah, if your job is supposed to acting, if your Netflix show is going to be there, first of all, it's not even during pilot season because Netflix casts all year round. Second of all, um, you're not going to know like if you made the right decision or not, unless you actually leap into the net, which did Mm -hmm. appear. But I want to read this quote because it's my, one of my quotes from today. And it's from Jen Sincero, you're a badass. And it's you just said like two of the things in it. So when you live your life doing the things that turn you on, that light you up, that you're good at, that bring you joy, that make you shove stuff in other people's faces and scream, check this out. You walk around so lit up that you shoot sunbeams out of your eyeballs, which automatically lights up the world Mm -hmm. around you, which is precisely why you are here to shine your big ass ball of fire onto this world of ours, a world that literally depends on light to survive. No, I love it. I love that book. I love her perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the whole reason powerful ladies exist. Yeah. Really? Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, yes. Why yeah. not? Like the whole thing is like um, believing that the namaste mentality has to exist everywhere, not just in yoga. Like, you know, now more than ever, it's like, no, I need you doing your thing as big as you can do it because that's going to give space for somebody else to do what they really want to do. And you know, you're, if not, you're not. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, if you're not lined up with what, lights you up, then you're literally just like a robot your whole life. Mm-hmm. And what, how is that helping anyone, you know? Yeah. So it's sad. It's a yeah. sad, gray, cold world that nobody wants to hang out in. Like, it's just not fun. No. And, you know, when people come to me uh, as a business coach and they're like, I know I want to do something, but what? I'm like, well, what do you think is fun? Yeah. What makes you feel good and what? Yeah. yeah. I've, been working with a career coach for two years that I just paused because I'm like, okay, I'm about to have a baby. We're about to start a remodel on our house. It's quarantine. <laughs> right. Like, I'm lucky if I find 20 minutes to take a shower, which I still do every day. But, I, I, you know, this hour of coaching, I, I love you and I love it, but we're just going to pause it. But mm-hmm. but it's been incredibly helpful. And one of the, the things I remember, I think from Jen's book is like, you know, Olympians have coaches and, and you, you know, to sometimes to pull it out of you and figure out what it really is. Like, you don't just know, you know, I thought Mm -hmm. it was acting my whole life. Really. I love people. I love helping people. I love working with people, you know, all the things that I love. I'm actually doing every day in my job. I'm, I'm, I'm like a version of myself. I'm a character. I'm not the same Amy I am, you know, right now, even, or with my child Mm -hmm. or my friends. And, you know, so you, sometimes you just need a little like fine tuning and then, you know, so yeah. Yeah. It's amazing if, if someone's really listening to you 
they're like, oh, do you mean this? And you're like, oh my gosh, that's what I've been trying to say this whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because so many people don't think that you can live a uh, abundant and fruitful and practical life just doing, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z. But but when it does make you happy, I mean, that's when the sky's the limit, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, and the, the biggest secret for marketing or selling what you're doing is not to sell it at all. It's what right. you said earlier, it's share. Yeah. Like if you're sharing and, and listening for, oh, I can help you. Right. I can do that. Yeah. But it's like, it becomes having fun with people and really being partners versus, will you buy cookies for me? Like that's not, <laughs> that's yeah. not the need. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah. Well, for people who are now super excited about like you and your take and how you've kind of covered, figured out your path and where you're at now, um, I'm sure they're also wondering, like, what is your your nutrition philosophy? There's so many today between Whole30, Keto, Paleo, Carnival. Like, I've never, like, <laughs> right now, the two things that overwhelm me the most are figuring out if there's a new source that's telling me the truth and then <laughs> what, um, what should be my meal plan because I'm very confused in both categories. Yes, well— yeah, there's. I mean, the the world is very confused right now. We won't we won't go down that whole path. I'll stick to the question. <laughs> um, the world is a very scary place. But uh, I can give you my two cents on nutrition for sure. Um, but just for the record, for news, I usually do NPR, or CNN. Um, but um, so I have I've always been a big advocate of balance in life, and I. Mm-hmm. I've also just like I've lived many fitness lives. I've lived many nutrition lives, and I mean the. It's funny because my 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 sort of method with training and my method with food are kind of the same thing, which is all coming from a place of self love and mm-hmm. balance and this sort of YOLO mentality of, you know, you're here if you're lucky for you know, I don't know, let's go high and say eighty years, you know, if you're lucky, you get a you know, a couple more than a, a half a century on this on this planet and here's the thing food's not going anywhere you need it to survive it's part of every celebration every culture every you know it, it's not going anywhere so it's really mm-hmm. important just like with fitness to me to have a great relationship with it there's always going to be a new fad diet there's always going to be you know, a, a new vegetable kale had its like moment. And now it's kind of like, okay, kale was like a few years ago, you know? So, <laughs> so what do you love eating and how can you, again, go back to education, like learn about it. And for me, part of that was like getting in the kitchen and saying, okay, what tastes good to me? What feels good in my stomach and what mm-hmm. feels good in my body and what nourishes me? I mean, food is there to nourish you, you know? So I mean, I don't like to put trash in my body because it doesn't feel good. That being said, I live a life of of balance and I don't stick to a diet. I mean, yes, I know people have had much success with Whole30, with keto, with all these different, I mean, mm-hmm. Atkins people had success with. Meanwhile, they're shoving sticks of butter down their throat. You know, there's all these things. Yes. To me, love yourself, love food and figure out how to eat nutritious, delicious food that nourishes your body. So I'm not a vegan. I, you know, I, I eat grass fed meat. I don't eat it every day. I eat it in balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I eat, you know, wild fish. I eat a lot of vegetables. I eat a lot of fruit. I eat whole grains. I eat organic. Um, and I put wholesome, good food in my body, but I don't adhere to a diet. I love Mm -hmm. food. I, I love pasta, you know, so 
the non-diet diet, which actually is now being written about a lot too, is, mm-hmm. is what I adhere to. And I've changed so many clients who had, I mean, you say no to a food or a food group or this, and then you want it all the time. And to have a healthy, normal relationship with food, you know, you, it's just like the Jensen Chero philosophy too, like treat it or the money thing, you know, treat it mm-hmm. how you want to be treated. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be like, oh, I can't eat anything, you know, then you're going to crave it. Then it's going to be this whole, you know, and meeting my husband, which was a, a big pivotal moment in my life of, I had just spent this time, like I had alkalined my body and, and sprouted my own mung beans and spent all this time alone after this like big breakup a year earlier and, and found myself, but also found myself in the kitchen and and learning all this stuff. And, and then met him and our I first date, like literally I had spent like the whole summer, like perfectly alkalining, infrared sweating, like doing all this stuff. And the first day he's like, do you want to get a beer and burger? And I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, for sure. It's like, I'm a cool girl. I don't have any issues. I don't have any issues, which I didn't have any issues. I had just like gone on this like kind of spiritual eat, pray, love, uh, like journey mm-hmm. with myself. Because also months earlier, I was on a diet of like, you know, maker's mark and like post breakup, terribly terrible mm-hmm. um, stuff. So, but, you know, then I meet him, we, you know, we fall in love really quick. It's this beautiful thing. And I, I had, I was so, I had so much time with self-love and then spent all this time falling in love and like stopped ever thinking about what I ate again. It was this crazy thing. Meanwhile, like we love food. We, we cook all the time, obviously, but it was, it was, I just, I was like, it's not cute to have any eating stuff, especially for guys. Like, it's just like, I don't need to have that. And food's amazing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was this combo of, of self-love and finding love and realizing that, you know, the more beautiful my relationship with food was, the more like it didn't exist, it existed. If that, it's like, you know, yeah. you know, taking the same thing, you got to let something go to manifest it. You put all this pressure on it and it's like, nah, you know. And yes. I've, I've done the same with clients who just, I mean, if it's such success stories, we're like, oh my God, remember when you met me and I would like eat an entire bag of almonds? And I was like, guess what? Nature made almonds hard to eat, like in nature as they grow, because you're not supposed to eat an entire bag of them. <laughs> you know, it's like, so my whole thing's like, eat like a normal person, quote unquote, because everyone has a different quote unquote normal person, whatever they need. But, yep. you know, love your body and love food and same with exercise. It'll feel good. That was a very yeah. long-winded way of saying that. Sorry. No, it was perfect. <laughs> I, I think it, you know, I I appreciate things like the whole 30 diet because it allows you to really see how your body feels. I like that that's an underlying thing. I really like the um being intuitive with your mm-hmm. food as well, right? Like there's intuitive days eating. you What's that? Is it intuitive eating? It's like that's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There's some days you stare at spinach and you're like I will eat all of you. And there's other days you're like Ew, how did I ever? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, you have to listen to, and sometimes your body's also telling what you need or don't need. Like I was vegetarian for a long time. I've been vegan. I've, I've lived every food life. And when I was vegetarian and vegan, I, my heart pounded every day. I was a little anemic. Every iron supplement I took made me feel sick or didn't feel like, so I'm like, okay, I do. I need a little bit. I need a lot of spinach and a little bit of red meat. And I need to like, and I'm just so much happier. Like I'm not, mm-hmm you know, red eyes and, and tired all the time. And, you know, so you have to listen to what your body wants and needs. And mm-hmm. I mean, for me, that also goes with trying to help our planet. And, you know, so I do try to support farms and stuff that are as sustainable yeah. as possible, but, um, and that is a real crisis, but I also, you know, nutritionally know that I need to kind of 
I, I do need a little bit of meat for my for my body. And I mm-hmm. and I I love the vegetarian diet and I play a vegetarian a couple of days a week. And and I also same with like you talking about the whole 30, like I love a like cleanup cleanse every once in a while. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. like, oh, the balance means I can have an entire baguette every day, you know. <laughs> Cleaning up is actually really great for your system, you know, mm-hmm. and a little refreshing, even if it's two days or even if it's um cutting out alcohol for a week or Mm-hmm. My whole pregnancy, you know, um, <laughs> although I've had some wine, let's be honest, it's a quarantine. Um, but, you know, so I, I do believe in that in a reset is really good mm-hmm. for your system. But yeah. yeah. Um, when you think about those pivotal moments that you've had in your life, we can really see your path like in hindsight, like changing course. You mentioned Jensen Sarah's book was one of those. Uh, Me and your husband was another um, what are some other that have really impacted where you are today? Oh gosh. Well, I guess my, my semester abroad in, in London was a big one. It's, um, I've, so in addition to the Sasha sister wife group, I have another very tight girlfriend group that we all met when we did our semester abroad in London and became very close. We now have a theater company out here. It's called, I am a theater company, which is a, a thriving, uh, theater company. We're actually funded by Shonda Rhimes and, um, Love it. Doing like really incredible work that's, you know, talking about real issues and, um, you know, that are also, you know, we're not, we don't, we only do new plays. So everything's really, you know, current of the moment, you know, fun, good. Um, and that was a big moment also in that I, I feel like that was when I really got close with people that were like me, that were, that were mm-hmm. actors, that were, um, accepting of me and my weird side and that I could be, you know, and not that I hadn't, again, my sister, wife's sisters are my best friends since growing up. And I had tons of other friends in college, but until you kind of meet people that really kind of get this, you're, mm-hmm. you know, especially for me, my acting side of me was like, okay. I was like embarrassed to show it to, you know what I mean? Especially like growing up in, in high school, you know, like the jocks and the this, you're like, who am I? So when you mm-hmm. find a, a group of people that you can really be yourself with and fall down with, and they help you get back up, um, which is true for all of my girlfriends, but really specifically, you know, this, mm-hmm. this, I am a group of girls. They have, um, we've really, all of us been through some, some crazy stuff. And it, it was really pivotal for me to meet another girlfriend group that was similar to my, my sister wives growing up. That it's nice to have that balance now that I have like my sisters. And then I also have this other group of women and I have a very different relationship and it's with each. Mm-hmm. And at, my parents have always been very social and it's, I'm a very social person. I have so many different friends groups. And I feel like that was a, a moment where I was like, oh, you can, you can go out and find more people like it's okay. That's allowed. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a very big pivotal moment. Um, yeah. Meeting my husband was when I going through that breakup, um, the year before I met my husband, I had moved to New York to do a show at Playwrights Horizons in New York City and moving back to New York after leaving it and moving to Los Angeles was a really big uh, change for me and a, a really incredible uh, gear switching for me. And mm-hmm. and I think being on my own too, after living with someone for almost seven years, I was like, oh my gosh. And that's, you know, that kind of prompted that whole change and the breakup. And and that was, I always say that's when my life kind of crashed down to, you know, restart. And, and then I, you know, found myself again. And that was, that it was right when I turned 30 
And I'll never mm-hmm. forget it because it was, you know, it was a it was a really big shift in who I was. I changed so much, you know. And I, I've had a therapist once that said the point of life is growth. And I say that to myself all the time. And that's what I I grew at such a crazy rate. And I fell down a lot, but I grew a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I know I've talked with um quite a few people on this podcast about how much we're growing just since we've all been in quarantine. Oh God. Yeah. We're learning so much every day about ourselves, about our, you know, partners, our families, our, our community, and just the things that we have to learn to keep functioning. Like it's, it's, um, I think some of the, like a lot of people been talking about how they feel just tired. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, there's a mix of grieving what we had before. There's this mix of, oh my gosh, what's going on? But then we're not factoring in enough how much we've had to change. Like just going to the grocery store now takes three times as long because yeah. there's like before, during, after. The whole thing. I mean, forget it. I mean, I just had a Russian <laughs> Instacart order before this because I was like, oh, we need something for dinner, but I don't want to go to the store. You know, it's like, it's yeah. a whole, and I used Instacart before, but I mean, everything's just so different. Mm-hmm. And same, I'm just exhausted in this different way, especially not having much childcare, if really any. I mean, my mother-in-law helps, so I can't say I have no childcare. Um, and then working just as much. And mm-hmm. then it's being home all day too. You're like, oh, the amount of dishes I have to do and laundry and then planning dinner. And then, I mean, it's it's a lot. And then there's, yeah, then there's the emotional weight of 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 the world right now and quarantine and, and everything else going on. That's just, mm-hmm. it's a lot. And then there's this fear. I actually had finally my, those I am a girls. We sat in my backyard a few nights ago, spread out all with masks. And we were like, is this the new normal? We're just, this is how we're going to hang out. Like all of us like scared to like pass a plastic cup to the other person or whatever. But we were talking about how the unknown is just so scary right now of, you Mm -hmm. know, one of, one of the girls in that group is supposed to get married this year and doesn't know you know, not till, or I guess next year she's going to get married in January, but she's unsure what to do with the wedding. You know, there's just so many yeah. unknowns. And we always kept talking about how that's just, you know, there, there's always unknown in life, but that is such a, a constant right now because yeah. we don't know what every week, I mean, we just found out that actually it can't live on services. So I've been screaming at my husband at the Amazon boxes and like, didn't need to be doing that. You know, yeah. like, put it on Amazon! <laughs> and he's like, Okay, it's going to be fine, you know? So, you know, I mean, that that being said, someone could have sneezed on it, I guess. But, you know, whatever it is. We don't know anything. I don't know if I'm going to be able to send my kid back to preschool having Mm -hmm. a newborn in the fall. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't, I don't know if I'm going to get on a plane for another, I mean, I don't know. And that's exhausting, worrying about, Mm -hmm. you know, I, uh, what was the, I had another, like, acceptance group I was a part of. And um, one of the things he said was, you know, living in the future is anxiety and living in the past is depression. So we're all just living in anxiety because we're trying to live in the future, knowing what each week is going to be, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of the women who's in the Powerful Ladies Thrive Collective, our online community, she's just taken on, she's like, I just plan every two days and then I'll plan the next two days. She's like, I can't, I don't even want to think beyond two days <laughs> right now. And I'm like, okay, whatever works, yeah. whatever makes you keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. No, at the beginning of this, I was like, okay, we're just going to live day to day right now. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's too overwhelming. And and now I feel like we've, we've gotten to a little bit of normalcy. So I can be like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. now I also have to prepare for like another human joining our, our little tribe. And, but yeah, you really can't, I mean, you can't, you know, I'm trying to plan and hope that my parents will come 
this mm-hmm. summer at some point and you know, they're older, it's not safe. And, you know, I'm like, okay, we'll find a hazmat suit for you. We'll fly you here and this, and you'll quarantine and this, you know, it's, but then my sister lives here. And then how do you, she has a kid too. You know, it's very complicated. Yes, it is very complicated. Yeah. Um, when, when, you know, when you look at everything that you have going on, like how, how important are systems in your day-to-day life so that you can be all the roles that make up you? Uh, I mean, they're important whether or not they are sort of <laughs> put into place is another question. And let me be let me be really candid here. I am a very healthy person and a health coach, but if I was not pregnant, I would be drinking all day right now to try to deal with some, which wouldn't solve the problem. But um, let's just say it's overwhelming. I mean- Gosh, my, I wish I had better systems in place, to be honest. I, I have, we figured out our groove. I mean, my husband works, he owns a business, a paint store um, with his family and and they've been slammed. Um, so he, they work, their showroom is obviously closed, but he was working mm-hmm. from home for the first few weeks of this, obviously. And we were like, our system was like, take her, take her, go, go. You know, I'm like juggling clients, this, this, phone calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had to go back to work because- you know, they have to, they ship like hundreds of cans of paint a day. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, I have, I try to get up before my, my child and, and, you know, do a few things of my own. And then he stays home a little bit in the morning. So I've now moved most of my clients to the morning. So I try to finish them, have them stay a little longer so I can check my news quick, check my email, this, and then, and then I'm just pretty much on with her until, or if my mother-in-law can help. And, one of the things that's really helped that um, we actually spoke to a, a sleep coach at the beginning of this because we got a big bed for her and quarantine. Ha- it all happened at, a, you know, transitions for little ones are very tough. So we were, the bedtime was taken two hours and we were at that point, you are completely just like, I am done with the work. And then it's like nine mm-hmm. o'clock. We haven't had dinner. It was mm-hmm. a nightmare. So one of the things that I started doing that the sleep coach recommended during the day, which is a great new system, is we have mommy and Ellie work time where we actually work next to each other, but together. So she has her own little toy computer, which really just says the alphabet and sings the most annoying songs on repeat. And she plays them <laughs> nonstop. I mean, it's like, it's other level, but I'm like, you know what? This is better than, you know, her tugging at me. So we have time when we work together. We have, she does get a little TV time, which sometimes I have to do during a client and sometimes I'll do during my like, you know, whatever. And then mm-hmm. I reserve time in the afternoon that she helps me with house stuff. So, she, and she, again, you saw, she loves to be a helper. So I'm like, yeah. I really need your help, like cutting up these vegetables. And I got her this set of like toy kid knives on Amazon. Aww. So I'm like, cut out this pepper. And then she'll just eat it. It's fine. And, you know, so I have her help me with everything. So my my systems are really, but I wish I had like some more self-care in there, especially because I preach about it a lot. But mm-hmm. I get a little bit of that on the weekends and at night. And honestly, my, you know, one of my forms of self-care is cooking and I love cooking. And, and she does that with me. And yeah, in a dream world, like I would have, you know, maybe some alone time where I could like either listen to a podcast or watch the news while I cooked, which is what <laughs> used to have, which is at preschool. But you know what? Fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, you know, I, I try to stop working in, in the evenings to have that be a a rule. And it, it is hard. Sometimes I have to. I just launched my blog during this quarantine, which is another 
full-time job, by the way, and I love it. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. very passionate about it, but it is another job. So, yep. um, you know, sometimes I just can't stop working, but I, I try to make, you know, these little like ritual rules mm-hmm. and, and some sort of schedule has been mm-hmm. a helpful that being said, like I I write in a planner my schedule and then I don't look at it, which is what happened to us a few times. And I was like, oh my God, why are you writing in it and not even looking at it? So mm-hmm. I also have massive pregnancy brain the second time. So I'm like, this happened? Yeah. Don't remember. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. How uh, helpful or supportive has it been having a husband who is also an entrepreneur and running you know, his business and like understanding that you have three, four, five businesses that you're juggling? I mean, it's, it's challenging in the, in the moments where we're both like right now trying to quarantine, mm-hmm. <laughs> no child there, but you know, all our friends that are like, Hey, let's do this. Leave Ellie with Jamie. And I'm like, Jamie's working. Like I, you know, not an option. Um, but it's, I mean, since we met, it's been one of the things that's really, I mean, we have such a strong relationship and, you know, we are both artists and inspired by similar things and we have similar brands and tastes in the sense of um, our aesthetic and our, we're both really hard workers. And so our, our work ethic and our, our drive in this sort of healthy artistic lifestyle sense really helps. I mean, I'm, one of my passions also is design and, and, and all of that. So I, we have that to, you know, kind of bond over, but you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard in that we're both constantly building and it's wonderful in that we have each other to, you know, I'll be like, read this press article. Or he's like, well, how do I do that? I mean, it's also very helpful that he's a photographer as well. So, I mean, especially right now in quarantine, I'm like, okay, we got like four brands. We got 20 minutes while she's watching Daniel Tiger, (laughs) you know, go, go, go. But also Mm -hmm. because he's, he's, you know, he gets it and he, you know, he's like, okay, well, the brand is not going to want that, you know, cause he works with yeah. lots of, you know, he has a great publicist and does a whole, you know, he, he gets it. So it's great in that we can kind of have the same like language. And I love that mm-hmm. we're in very different fields, but we can bond over kind of the same stuff. So it, it's great. And mm-hmm. we're both just really hard workers. And I think that that's, um, that's great for Ellie to see as well having two role models that work hard and also play hard. I mean, we love to travel and we, you know, we love our weekend rituals of, you know, our bike rides and our, you know, swimming or, you know, but um, yeah, we're both very similar. Like we're, we've mm-hmm. been in this building stage since we met with both of our brands and it's, it's really rewarding to see how far they've both come too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you think of powerful ladies, what do you think of when it's combined? And what do you think of those words individually as just power and just ladies? Well, it's funny also because being pregnant right now and and having a toddler, I'm like, women are everything. Like, you know, it's like he comes home from work and I'm like, you have no idea what I have done today. And like, here's a beautifully curated meal on top of it. And, and I'm carrying a toddler and one in my belly. So um, gosh, ladies are, are just badasses, And, um, I have so much more respect now being a mother mm-hmm. than I ever did before. Um, but you know, I mean, collectively, I, I, I'm sure you maybe not, but I, my, my career coach made me read Wolfpack. So I assume you at least know about it. Um, mm-hmm. and, 
and it's funny because my, my, like my tribes of women, my sister wives, my theater girls, my, and I have so many other women in my life who have inspired me and that, and that I think I in turn inspire, um, we're so strong together. And also yeah. each of us individually just adds so much, um, of our own unique beauty to different situations. I mean, in mm-hmm. looking, you know, if I went through my phone, I, I have so many different people, women I could go to for different, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm having a, this issue. I'm going to call X, Y, Z or, you know, and, and seeing the growth of each of these ladies and their, their personal journeys, their professional journeys and our journeys both together, mm-hmm. um, is quite inspiring. And, and it's the same in, you know, the, our communities. I'm before this, I was the, um, fitness director for the Jane club, uh, which is a, you know, female workspace. Mm-hmm. And the women there are just so inspiring and so wonderful. And I, I loved being there. I hope someday to go back. They also have a great nursery and <laughs> uh, t- daycare. Um, but, um, and they still have a wonderful online one at the moment, by the way. So if, if anyone listening is looking for a great community of women, the Jane Club is just incredible and mm-hmm. so informative. I've learned so much. I mean, June Diane, one of the founders, her book is sitting right there, Represent a Women's Guide to Running for Office. And um, I've just learned so much from from all the women on my path in life, from my mother, who, I mean, the text I got this morning about, you know, what her lifetime and our lifetime and that we're fighting some of the same issues still and, and there are peaceful protests and there, I mean, it was, it was a really beautiful, very long mom text, but really <laughs> I was like, my dad is not sitting there writing that, you know, he's, I mean, he's amazing and, you know, yes. men are amazing, obviously. And my husband is one of them. He's an incredible human, but there's, there is some, there's a, there's a, a tribeness to women and together we are really strong and, on our own, we are really strong too. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier, some of the women that inspire you, um, you know, Sasha, her mother, Jensen Saro, um, June, Diane Raphael's on our dream list for a guest. Yeah. Um, so who, who else are the women that you're like, yes, I need to be, I need a little bit more of that in, in my life. Um, well, speaking of uh, Abby Wilbeck's Wolfpack, her and her wife, Glenn Doyle, I mean, forget it. Um, just incredibly inspiring. I, I love Oprah and I love mm-hmm. Oprah's Soul Conversations podcast. I've learned so much from her podcast and the amount of tears I have shed and the amount of, I mean, her guests <laughs> yeah. are incredible. I mean, even like Elizabeth Gilbert and, you know, all the, it just, I mean, everything. Uh, one of my favorite childhood books or child um, raising books, The Conscious Parent, she had um, her on the, I mean, she's just like, I love her podcast. Um, and I mean, who doesn't love Oprah? Like, can she just be president mm-hmm. maybe? Um, uh, and um, I do love Gabrielle Bernstein as well. Mm-hmm. I, I have read a lot of her books and find her um, inspiring. And also like her her story and her journey. I mean, yep. I love Michelle Obama. Like, who doesn't love Michelle Obama? She's just like queen of the world. Um, I love Ellen. I, I think Ellen is mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know these are all like the classic, but like Ellen's incredible. She's so great. And she, um, yeah, I just love, I love Ellen and Portia. Um, yeah. Yeah. She just, I, she just gives joy. She gives joy. Yeah. That's what I, was, I wanted to be like, mm-hmm. she's just like, she makes everything like 
fun and it's simple. It's not like she's like, you know, whatever. She's just great. She's got a great heart, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. Um, one of my best friends, I'm very inspired by Katie Lowe's. Um, she is just, talk about a hard worker. She is such a hard worker. She is such a good person. And she is, um, she just always has like the right advice and the right, like she lives a very uh, uh, drama-free, I mean, most of my life I try to live drama-free, but a very like streamlined, clean, mm-hmm. um, pure, beautiful way of life, which I really, really, really love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. When when you look at the impact that being brought on for Selena's tour, like how, did you see that coming? Like, was it something that, did you see the impact when it was happening? And then how did it change, like where you went after that? Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't know that she was going to go on tour when I started training her because I started training her, I think, over it year or two before tour happened. And mm-hmm. in that time I got married. I mean, we, I get really close with all of my clients. They become like my, my best friends and my children. And I mean, Selena calls me mom, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't think, I mean, I had no idea about tour and then she brought it up to me. She's like, I doubt you're going to want to come cause you just got married, but do you want to? And I was like, let me think about it. And, you know, it was, again, the hard decision because of the acting and then Mm -hmm. the logistics of it, leaving my husband. I mean, the uh, amount of stress I had about what to pack was a huge situation because you're gone, (laughs) especially the U.S. tour, you know, they're like, okay, so you're gone from May to July 4th and we're going up through Canada, but also all through the United States and the weather's going to change and you can only have this and blah, blah, blah. And plus I have to bring workout clothes equipment, yeah. you know, I got extra bags because I was like, well, we have a Pilates reformer. We got two. That's a travel, you know, all the stuff. So, um, yeah. And then on it, I, you know, it was a strange thing because you're traveling so much. You're so in the moment. I look back mm-hmm. now and I'm like, gosh, you should have read 70 more books, watched 80 more Netflix documentaries. <laughs> you should have started your blog then. You should have had your children then. Like the amount, because you have a lot of downtime when you're yeah. traveling, when you're alone in a hotel room, when you're, I mean, you're at a show every night, you know what I mean? And I was working, you know, we would train uh, and do stuff before the show. And then during the show, you know, I also did her food. So I, you know, I was busy, but you know, I, I did watch the show almost every night and danced my heart out to it almost every night, which was really fun. And I don't, you know, regret that, but like, I could have like written like five books, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. which I guess you could look back on your life and think that, so you can't do the what ifs, but um, but there winds up being a lot of downtime and yet you're also so tired and you're so, um, in transit in life that you almost like can't do that much except mindless stuff, you know, you, mm-hmm. this, and that was kind of what, like I started tour, I think with 400 Instagram followers. And then I was like, oh, wow, things are going up if I tag Selena in like a thing or a picture. And then, you know, one of my friends on tour, on tour was like, she's like the most followed person on Instagram. I was like, oh, like, I mean, mind you, like I barely knew who she was when I started training her. So like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm a decade older than all of them. And, uh, you know, we all got very close, which was an incredible experience that we called our little like squad. Um, but it wound up, kind of growing my, my, my brand without me knowing it at the time, because I mm-hmm. also had to get really resourceful. I was like, okay, we're, 
We're in Singapore. There is no ingredients I know, and I want to make her something good to eat. And there is like craft services, but I don't know if I if she should eat that or not. Like it was, you know, so I got really creative and learned a lot of stuff on on tour and then started gaining this, you know, Instagram following and and realizing, oh, like maybe trading doesn't have to be like your part-time job. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it could be your job and your career. So, you know, then upon getting back, all of a sudden I, I got all these press inquiries and articles and people want to make videos. And I, I was confused at first. I was like, I didn't really do anything. I <laughs> traveled. I learned how to Marie Kondo a suitcase like you've never seen, but you know, so, and then it just sort of happened. My commercial agent was said, let's look into some branding deals. And the, it, it all developed over time. And in this way that I didn't realize it was happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, that tour was just, it was incredible. My husband came and visited me all over the country and the world. And I realized how much I loved traveling on that tour too. And and mm-hmm. it was a big personal growth experience to have that much alone time too. I mean, you're alone in a hotel room a lot, you know. And we would go out or we would all hang out. But there was also, you know, they were also younger than me. I, I wanted to have my own experience certain nights. I was like, I, you know, and I got to yeah. get up and be like, let's do yoga. I can't be, you know out hanging out, talking about, you know, boys all like that. I, I can't talk about boys. I'm married, you know? So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I th- it was so charming when um, we had Sasha on and she just lit up getting to talk about you guys and how proud she is. And she's like, I really can't say why our group has become so like powerful in what they're doing. And I'm paraphrasing my words, not hers. Yeah. But she was just really proud and inspired by how all of you have just kept building and going after what what you wanted or what's shown up in your past and that you guys have been really good at maybe not planning for it in, in the traditional sense, but like when something comes past you, you're like, oh, maybe that. How, like, what do you think is unique about your group where there's so many people that are seeing the success in their path? Um, and like doing it simultaneously. Well, what's amazing about our our sister wife group um, is that we all do totally different things. That mm-hmm. we have completely different jobs, all of us. Not one of us is in even really a similar field. Like Sasha and I are in the most similar, but not even. You know. So yeah. what's great is the 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 support and love with each and the focus on each, you know, when Sasha was writing her book. And I mean, we just wanted to know all the time, like, tell us this, or what's this chapter? or What's going on with this? Or, you know, then her, her tour and her, the, I mean, the amount of, we're just so excited for each other. Mm-hmm. Also, because we've been friends since we we're five years old. So we've gone through every like relationship breakup, every, you know, college experience, this, that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now children are, are when our last, um, or our, our la- not our last, but our current, uh, current, <laughs> we just had our last mommy friend. I'm like, my brain doesn't work anymore. <laughs> the last one of us just had a baby. Does that make sense? We all now mm-hmm. have children. <laughs> we all now have children. She just had her baby, um, in May. And so now we have that to all, you know, add to our, our like, you know, our strength and our, our, our different things you know, hats we wear, but mm-hmm. what's been incredible, yeah, is, is the way we show up for each other and, and are able to support each other in, in ways that, you know, I don't know, you know, one of us, she's, 
you know, is like the head of HR for Rockstar Gaming and she was just promoted. And I'm like, I don't know what you do really every day, but I do through what her, you know, it's, it's just wonderful to, to mm-hmm. learn more about different fields, but also just be like, wow, my best friend is incredible at their job and I get to watch yeah. them behind the scenes and then in action. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's, there's, um, it's almost like the pride of seeing like kids do something, right? Like when you're when your girlfriends do it, you you're more excited for them than for you. When hundred percent, it's so mm-hmm. exciting, and it's it's a nice balance in my other girlfriend group that we're all actresses, which and that's yeah. great, and that also presents its own challenges. So I kind of mm-hmm. have I feel very blessed. I have this like yin and yang of best friend groups that um, really balances each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ask everyone on the podcast where they put themselves on the powerful lady scale. Zero being average everyday human and 10 being like utmost powerful lady. Um, where would you put yourself today and where would you put yourself on average? Oh gosh, that is a that is a toughie. I mean, today when I feel like there's a lot more I should be doing for our world, I feel like I'm maybe a five. Um because I I need to be more active in in the current climate of our our country right now and everything going mm-hmm. on. I'm also pregnant and taking care of a toddler with no childcare and working. So I'm trying to give myself that little break. On a normal day, I'd say like tomorrow when I'm like working and juggling 90 hats, I'm going to be like, I'm at nine right now, maybe even a 10, <laughs> because the amount that I do before noon is truly incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I one of the things I love about my work is the you know, I get to help people feel their best every day, whether that's physically or emotionally or, I mean, I'm not spiritually because I'm not a spiritual leader, but I do, I think that's the trifecta of mind, body, spirit. And I I do think that I coach my clients in all of those arenas. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, by noon, a lot of days I have helped three other amazing ladies feel better and work them out. And also, you know, keeping a toddler afloat and also growing a human. My house is pretty neat considering it's pretty Marie Kondo considering the fact that we're at home all the time. There's always, a, you know, we're very, very blessed and and I'm very grateful for the life that we have and we're very privileged and I and I see that. And um, so there's where I, I need to do more more helping and inspiring of that and and being more active. But but I, I do a lot in a day and I, I am incredibly proud of that. And, um, and I'm also, my husband's like, you're always, you know, in the evening after she goes to bed, he's like, you're just on the phone. And I'm like, I have 400 text messages right now. She needs me. She needs me. There's 10 jokes on that, that I have to respond to and make another joke to, you know? So I'm also a very good friend. I mean, I have all these Mm -hmm. friends because I love, I love my friends and I love people. And, um, I'm always there for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just, that's part of it. And we're all constantly having an up or a down. And one of the things, one of my friends in the, the I am a girlfriend group said, um, I remember years ago was an older friend of hers said, you know, you'll never be all at the same point in your life and career as your other friends, mm-hmm. which maybe when we're 80 and we're all like, well, we did it. So <laughs> let's just put Bailey's in our coffee. But for now, you know, I mean, in, when I look, you know, my sister wife group, we're actually, now that we've all had kids and we're all married and we're all in our career, we're more a little bit on par, but my amateur group, we're all 
actors are coming from that. And it there is this ebb and flow of, you know, mm-hmm. Katie was on Scandal. And I mean, Katie has a very incredible career. She's also the most selfless, most giving, most active. And I mean, she's incredible, which is why she's on my my list. She's just, she's one of those like, aha people that you're just, you know, I'm in awe of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there, there's a, a constant, um, there's not a competition, but it's, it's hard. You know, it's hard when you just, you move at a different pace than people your own age and yeah. having this compassion and love for them and being able to relate to them and also being able to feel grateful and proud of your accomplishments and that, you know, it's, we are incredibly supportive of each other. And I think we really handle it in a very beautiful way and mm-hmm. acknowledge that like, yeah, it's, it's hard at some points. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah. For everyone that's listening that, you know, wants more of those deep friendships and wants to be taking on more of their interests in different career paths and businesses, um, and is just really inspired by you, what 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 do you want them to know that maybe they they don't know right now or there isn't top of mind? Well, I would say that it is possible. I mean, anything is possible. Anyone mm-hmm. actually Sasha wrote in, in one of Ellie's books for her birthday, this book, Julie and the Mermaid, where a little boy wants to become a mermaid. And Sasha wrote an inscription in the front front and she said, anyone could be anything. And it's totally, totally true. And you know, my, my few mantras in life, or not few, cause I have a lot, but my few ones that come back are, you know, leap and the net will appear. Mm-hmm. And I really, really believe when you, you know, just like the Jen quote I read, when you do something that you love, that lights you up, you can do or be anything in, in whatever field, and you can make a beautiful change and in this world and leave a beautiful mark on this world. And mm-hmm. And it's what makes you feel good because if you don't feel good, you're just, you're not going to be in your place of joy for, you know, for yourself or for others, yeah. you know, just finding that, that self-love. I mean, if the, the relationship with yourself to me and finding self-love is what it makes everything else possible. And it's not until you mm-hmm. fully believe that you love yourself and that you can do anything that you will be able to, because, and there's always going to be that voice of self-doubt. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I have imposter syndrome every single day. And meanwhile, yeah. I'm also like, you're doing it. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. And you do, you know, and I, I do, I love myself. So I, there's no like fear in that, but you know, we're all human and we're going to have those, uh, those moments of not feeling like we're qualified for something or like we should have something or a guilt about having something. And yet that's not going to serve you. So the, the more positive, we can think about ourselves and our, our place in the world and what we want to do, the, you know, more positive result that will come of it. I mean, yeah. everything, if it comes from love and, and a open heart, I think is, is the most, is the best thing you could do for yourself. Yes. Yep. Totally. And, and that's why I'm, you know, such a, so, well, I'm now that I at a loss for words, I'm so excited, but that's what makes me love everything that Marianne Williamson writes. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's all that it comes back to. Yeah. And I love that, um, where so many powerful ladies are today is that it really is like, we are rising together. Like we do have this opportunity, not just to, you know, work our ass off and get to the next level, but it's like, no, like we want all the things, like we want more self-love, we want more of the compassion and we can get it by 
supporting and relying and allowing all the other awesome women to contribute to us too. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Totally agree. Well, this has been so lovely. This I'm really so glad great. that Sasha connected us. Me too. Me too. I'm so glad. Um, as we're wrapping up, is there any last words you'd like to leave anyone with? Any quotes or books we missed or anything else you wanted to share? I think there probably is, but I have baby <laughs> brain and I'm like, I, you know, I feel like we 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 covered a lot. So, I, yes. I, you know. My whole brand is 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 love and being my my mm-hmm. hashtag is be your best self. So mm-hmm. we can all be our best selves for ourselves and others, especially right now, and show up. Yeah. Then that then maybe we can make this world a little bit of a better place. I love it. Yeah. And if everyone is now totally in love with you, they can follow <laughs> you on your new blog. Mm-hmm. Yes. You and you the blog is is active and fine. I mean, it's all free, but you have to subscribe to get like the videos and stuff, which is also free, but you Mm -hmm. know, you have to join the email list to get, you know, workout videos, recipe videos. Now I've been doing uh, client interviews. So you might just get a, a, you know, workout with a different celebrity if you, you know, subscribe and, um, but yeah, you can find me on my blog. It's just my name, amyrosoffdavis.com. And my Instagram is also amyrosoffdavis. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Hopefully we will be able to cross paths in person someday soon. I know. If we're ever let out of our houses, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Amy makes being an ever-evolving multipreneur look easy, charming, and fun. She surrounded herself with great, loving, off-to-something people, which is a success mindset pro tip. She's worked her ass off to curate her life while also being open to new opportunities a powerful ladies must do. And she equally loves herself while continuing to be driven to evolve, which is what heroes are made of. If you're now on team Amy Rosoff Davis, you must follow her blog, amyrosoffdavis.com, which is full of workouts, recipes, and 101 other amazing tips for living your best life. Also, definitely subscribe so you can get all the videos that she has available. Additionally, follow her on Instagram at amyrosoffdavis. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Powerful Ladies Podcast. There are so many ways you can get involved and get supported with fellow Powerful Ladies. First, subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies. Join the Powerful Ladies Thrive Collective. This is the place where Powerful Ladies connect level up, and learn how to thrive in business and life. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. And of course, visit our website, thepowerfulladies.com. I'd like to thank our producer, composer, and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. Without her, this wouldn't be possible. You can follow her on Instagram at Jordan K. Duffy. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then... I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life. Go be awesome and up to something you love.